when you've caused something of a ripple of that large, you have to stop immediately and you have to accept responsibility for it without qualifying it, without justifying it, without explaining the whys of it that led you into that situation. The very first thing you have to do is be responsible for it. Own it. Choose not to live in a world of filters. Realize your mistakes. Set the foundation for your success. Get some wins. Knucklehead Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Knucklehead Podcast. I hope you got your seatbelts on. If you're driving, pay attention to the road, but make sure your ears are finely tuned in. We've got Debt Does Deals, CEO, mastermind, principal, owner, former Marine, Chris Griffith, on the show. So, Chris. Howdy. Thanks for having me, brother. Yeah, absolutely. Fellow Texan. Fellow Texan, the great country of Texas is is being represented here. I, I don't want to, you know, badger folks that aren't from Texas with how great Texas is, but I do want to do talk. I, would, I do want to piggyback off. Best of way to address that. Anyway. My grandma taught me this early, and she always said, "Listen here, son. Never ask a person where they're from. If they're from Texas, they'll tell you. And if they're not, it's never polite to make a person feel bad about themselves." That's yeah. That's a good way to say. It. Well, grandmas always have a funny way of of uh, of leaving you with a bloody nose without even realizing you got punched. So those of you who are from Texas who got an ego about it, listen to, listen to the lesson that Chris's grandma taught him. So anyway, uh, just real quick, we're going to dive right into what Knucklehead's all about. I want Chris, so Chris, the reason why Chris is on the show uh, is that he's been able to make a name for himself for a couple different ways. One, he's damn good at what he does, but then also he cares. He cares so much about uh, getting truth out there and the message out there, specifically in the mortgage business where you're running to a lot of dicey folks, i.e. go watch the movie, The Big Short. Um, and what you'll end up running into is you'll run into uh, some situations where truth, truth just hurts. It hurts to hear, it hurts to talk about. Uh, but quite frankly, Chris has got a lot of truth and he's been able to, he's been able to, uh, to do some really cool things, not only with his mortgage business, but his life post-military. And, uh, and, ju- and just real quick, before we run into that, Let's talk about knucklehead for a second. I mean, I sent a text message to a woman who or wasn't being honest, right? It's, this all started because I was uh, the leader of a sales team at an ag tech startup down in, uh, down in where I came from. And I sent a text message to this woman telling her exactly what I felt about her. Uh, and I, it turns out I was actually sending it to, I thought I was sending it to my wife, but I actually was sending it directly to this woman. So I call that a knucklehead moment. Uh, let's just needless to say that develops some office tension uh, after the fact, but it happens, it happens all the time. Every one of us screw up. Every one of us make these, these stupid mistakes that will actually set the foundation and literally uh, set in set in motion, this pathway towards success. And I know Chris has experienced some of this, right? It's, it's uh it's actually, you can't be a beta about the process because you're going to screw up. So you may as well just go out there and own it, learn yeah, from it forward. and then apply what you learn going forward. So Chris, Tell people why, well, tell people a little bit about you, there's some background, and then I want to ask you some questions about, uh, about something precious to, to veterans, and that is the VA loan guarantee. Awesome. My background, I'm a framer son from Pottsboro, Texas. I actually live back in my hometown again now. I love it. Was gone for a long time, small town, got to, you know, like 1,400 people. I think I've been to 32 countries now total. Um, awesome experience, incredibly uniting. You realize people are the same all over the world, their cultures, their economics, religions, all that varies, but the hippies are hippies. The rednecks are rednecks, right? The jerks are jerks. The people are people are people. And so it became something that was incredibly uniting. 
Um, and that's always kind of what I've built around. I run a community of people that I maintain relationships with because there hasn't been one relationship I've ever run across that I've been willing or desiring to throw away at some point. That's interesting. So what that leads me to believe is that there has been a relationship that, that, uh, that you've lost and it wasn't necessarily your decision, but somebody just decided to, uh, to leave you behind. And they said, Hey, listen, I don't either like your flavor. I don't like your pace. I don't like something. So tell us about a time real quick where a sabotage or a relationship kind of went south. It wasn't even like that. It wasn't, uh, people, people know my willingness to break myself off to help them. So they usually don't kick me to the wayside unless I've offended them in some way. And I'm a very, like, I don't know, harsh, direct. My sense of humor is something better suited for like the meme dunks of Facebook, right? And we know some of the guys that operate those snazzy little gee dunks, which I love, right? But I've offended some people. And this was several years back. Um, so I offended a guy over something that really for me to have brought up, it was like just surprising. I didn't, I didn't expect it. I never would have guessed it. But through my coarse joking, my lack of perception from the other side of, of being a uh, empathetic, I think, to someone else's situation that I'm just not going to understand. That's okay. You don't have to completely understand it. But the lack of experience to know that you have to do that, and I caused an offense that festered for years before I knew about it. And then when I found out about it, it's one of those that, like, just as a person, like as a guy who truly doesn't care what anyone thinks as long as they know that I have nothing but love for them in some form or fashion. It was, it was offensive in a manner that caused a person to close a door and that sucks. I did that. And, and it's one you can apologize for and you can do a lot of things to, uh, to work against that offense. But when you've done it, you have to learn from it immediately because the first thing that you need to realize is everyone does it. It happens to everybody. I get feet, foot, feet in my mouth constantly. But when you've caused something of a ripple of that large, you have to stop immediately and you have to accept responsibility for it without qualifying it, without justifying it, without explaining the whys of it that led you into that situation. The very first thing you have to do is be responsible for it, own it, right? And then from there, you seek every little opportunity to wrap it up in love and try to repair it as you can to move forward. And you work desperately in those areas because for me, that's the place where I really get to sharpen my tools. If I'm really going to care about somebody, if you try to love on somebody that you've offended, it ain't easy. <laughs> They're not giving you opportunity. You ever, you ever pissed your wife off and then have to go in there while she's still mad and try to make her be unmad? It's, uh, it's, it's not easy, right? You have, it, it, the most effective way to do it is love. And so that instance is probably the one that has taught me the most about how I need to maintain a relational status with people, even if I disagree or I'm unlikely to anticipate spars or disagreements because of other things, right, that are not really consequential to anything professional, but just character things or whatever they are. You have to be perceptive of those because ultimately, if you're not, you, you, I don't get loud on Facebook because I want people to hear me and give me credit for being loud. I get loud because I want them to listen and stop and pay attention. And if I, nothing benefits me from it at all, except for other people are held accountable, then yay, right? Like you well, have that's called beginning. Again. Chris, what, that, what that's called, and I didn't want to jump in to, uh, to interrupt, other than to say that that's beginning with the end in mind. First of all, you, you, you learned by screwing up. Right. And in, in today's world, it seems as if there's a there's this affection uh, and really kind of an affinity towards getting to the end before you're ready. 
or they want to be able to replicate or, or through some type of filter. We, we call that stop living your world through the filters. So essentially this filter is going to be uh, masked over the top of your, uh, quite frankly, over the top of, of your, uh, your actual reality and, and thus creating an alternate reality. And uh, you end up kind of living in that world as opposed to quite for, just, you know, pressing the flesh, continuing to have conversations, substantive conversations and learning through your screw ups. Uh, as a, as a, as a guy, I have an ego, right? And I, I largely have to protect my ego, even in business where I may think of myself a little bit further advanced uh, along the way where I'm talking to somebody who's, you know, a multimillionaire through their business. So I, I my goodness gracious, there, there is, there, sometimes there's a place where you got to take a little bit of an appetite suppressant and understand wh where you're at in that process and where you fit in terms of that, uh, in terms of the context of the situation. So kudos to you for slowing down and realizing that you needed to apologize. Uh, but then also oh, yeah. we're willing to accept, we're willing to accept the fact that maybe that relationship was better off left alone after the fact. So yeah, with that being said, back. And I'm not done with it. It's coming back. I'm not done with it because at the end of the day, if a person, at the end of the day, here's the thing I'll tell you, everybody listening that might not have the most fondest feelings for me is you may not like me now, but eventually you will. And that's when it's really going to bother you because I'm going to continue to work to give you reasons to allow me to be a part of your circle, if nothing else, but to provide you free value, informational value, access to information, because I actually care. And I truly think that I'm valuable. So you'll like me eventually. So with that said, let's talk about something real quick. Um, there, there's an institution that exists uh, in, in today's veteran community, right? So there's, there's kind of almost two pathways that you can take once you get out of the military. Uh, one is the victim path, right? The other one is the non-victim path. And anytime that there's a, an opportunity to accomplish anything, what ends up happening is your ambition sheds, sheds light on other people's lack of ambition. I call that and classify that the, the victim path. Um, now, there's, there's different ways that you can... Uh, interpret that uh, delineation, then one of them, and, then, and there's some commonalities between uh, products or services or agreements that were made pre-military that, that veterans can be able to participate in. And one of those is a, is a VA home loan guarantee. And you work in the mortgage business and have for some time. Um, what's your opinion of, of, the, of the VA home loan guarantee? And, and what are some things that you're working on right now that, uh, that are related to it? Awesome. Uh, yeah, so the VA home loan guarantee in as quick and uh, an honest and direct way that I can say it, if you have access to it and you don't use it, you're probably going to end up listening to the Knucklehead podcast. Because as far as I can tell, the name of my company is Debt Does Deals. I truly believe that leverage is the key ingredient to having, holding, developing, controlling, and growing an asset of real estate, the most logical and most common creator of wealth for a lot of people reliably. So in that, understanding the different natures of debt and how it exists and VA loans, conventional, FHA, USDA, non-QM, right? All of these places, doctor loans, first-time home buyer loans, all of these things, I understand the nature of all of that because I'm an independent wholesale mortgage broker. I am not captive to one bank set of products and programs. I hold a market in competition with each other for the sake of my consumer as opposed to representing my warehouse line or my set of products I want to sell to the consumer. So I work on the consumer's behalf, um, first of all. And so that larger purview of debt, even considering commercial products from both an originator standpoint and a user standpoint, because I do those things, there's not a more efficient way to finance real estate on the face of this earth. 
period. That's the VA loan. You want to know what it is? It's the biggest opportunity that every vet listening to this right now has a that has it's the lowest common denominator to changing the status of the wealth that they've historically had in their family. It's true for me. It's true for many. Homeowners are 44 times wealthier than renters for a reason. I post Harvard study after study that shows reliably in data that the longer a person is able to achieve home ownership and maintain it, the wealthier that they grow. And that's what I want to show people how to do. I want to show the average Jane and Joe how to reliably achieve growth in real estate using the most beneficial instrument that I know of to do so. And that's the VA home loan guarantee. Listen, quick break in the action. Chris Griffin is absolutely dropping bombs on you. He is going to be bringing it. I hope you're enjoying the episode. A quick break for one of our sponsors, Chris Hoffman over at uh, The Ambitious Vet. So uh, excited for his sprint that he has coming up. Pay close attention. It's going to be here before you know it. Hey, it's Chris Hoffman, CEO and founder of Vet Training Coaching and host of The Ambitious Vet Podcast. You're listening to The Knucklehead Podcast with Stephen Cullen. Let's go out and make those mistakes and get better one at a time. Let's get it. So you mean to tell me that there's folks out there, uh, myself included, that that it, although they're um, they may or may not have accessed that before, that there's also institutions, bank institutions, financial institutions that that uh, that know that veterans have this availability too. So that would lend itself to some people who've maybe I don't know um, done some less than stellar things. Um, yeah. Getting real careful here, too, because I've already called a few of them out by name. I've been warned against that by a lot of people. Um, but that's okay because it's not too difficult to point to. Google uh, mortgage banks barred from originating VA loans. And you're going to see a whole bunch of banks that were named for doing something called VA loan churning, which is actually now molested the VA entitlement as we'll ever have known it. Say they, that one more time. Hold on for a second. You just said something that was very provocative and also interesting. These financial institutions have done what to the entitlement? Molested it. Okay, so where I come from, that's not a good thing. No, um, no. So w- w- build on that a little bit more, and then tell us. Sure. Tell us I use time. that verb in, or that word for a very specific reason, because um, it paints a very clear picture of a mindset that I want someone to have. If I personally choose to increase my interest rate slightly to an eighth or a quarter of a point, I'm molesting my rate. I'm getting the bank to receive more profit so they'll in turn share some with me to benefit me in some other way. I'm deliberately changing it off par, and that has repercussions when you do certain things. When you get into what a lot of these big banks did, and that's bump people into these mortgages with 1%, 1.5% higher than par, you create an unsustainable market, right? And when that happens, the after effects are pretty clear. They're all present now. We're seeing them. Jenny's going to create a separate pool of, of uh, securities for cash out refinances over 90% loan to value. The VA loan guarantee is changing, right? They're inc- decreasing and they're removing the cap on loan volume, uh, but they're increasing the funding fee entitlements. And that goes to help and, uh, with Tide or with, uh, excuse me, Blue Water um, with some VA claims. But the whole point is, all of these things have changed, and, and there's articles on it. Housing Wire is a great publication for everybody to follow if they want to understand what's happening in the mortgage and real estate markets. But they put out an article on it that talks about the effects of VA loan churning and how that costs and raise the cost to all government mortgages. It's that significant. And they've done these things. It's overdone with. It's occurred. The VA doesn't actually have a proactive mission to 
sheepdog, the benefit that they oversee. There are a bunch of corporals that are following out legislation that's passed. And until something changes there, which is why I push for protected class hard. And now I'm changing that up to come at it from a different way because it may be more effective. The point is, if we don't prevent these things from occurring, when we can recognize what they're going to cause, then we're going to end up, which is another point I want to come back to, to the big short situation. And that is our short-sightedness that's focused on profit creates markets that are unsustainable and have one likely conclusion. The movie The Big Short is a great movie. One thing that's a little bit inaccurate about it is the manner in which they painted the mortgage broker. There were a lot of different things going on. Don't get me wrong. And there were plenty of dishonest people in there too. And that's one thing the independent uh, broker channel or the Association of Independent Mortgage Experts is working to hold our peers accountable. We're making certain that those, those types of people aren't able to get back into the community because the retail almost flushed us out and snuffed us out completely. But in that movie, The Big Short, they paint the brokers as the bad guys. Well, here's the true reality of the story. Brokers sell what these banks put on the shelves. The banks, the big problems were how they packaged them and sold them off in their big security pools. And, and those, the total impact of that was what ultimately led up to it. If we're not careful, if we're not monitoring how these big banks are targeting veterans right now, here's, here's the status quo, here's the inherent barrier. If you've made it this far, the bottom line up front, the what's in it for me, mortgage interest rates are bottoming out right now. They're incredibly low. Right now they're lower than they've been in at least two years you can get into some stupid low rates. And here's what that means. Every single veteran listening, you're gonna get more in the mail. You're gonna get more robocalls. You're gonna see more emails, more Facebook ads, and all of these things. They're gonna bait you into some sort of offer that seems beneficial to you. And they know how to display that. They know what you need. They're gonna save you some money or pay off some debt. Help your ex-wife get the money she wants out of the house that you owe her. Like they know the stereotypes that you fit into. And I'm sorry if that hurts your feelings. Get over it. It's the you're truth. a target. You're skyline. They know it. Your best hope is when you get targeted, vet the information. Vetted VA is a place you can go to vet any piece of information that you need to about your VA home loan guarantee and the offer you're receiving, mailers that you're receiving. If you're receiving stuff that looks like it's from the VA, it isn't. They're not going to send you out notifications to refinance your home loan, guys. Those companies are not using those emblems correctly, and they're creating false trust. And those are the things that you need to avoid. avoid sorry. No, you're good. No, you're good. That's so it, there was about 16 things in there when people go back and they listen to this and they want to take some notes and they want to go back and review uh, that will help them make not just necessarily just better decisions, but then also know who to look to know who to who, know who to leverage to use your words, right? Use leverage and informational products are a way to do that. But also you have to trust the source and you got to be able to vet the source. And so there's several industry resources in conjunction with uh, some associations that you alluded to uh, that can that can uh, that, that people can leverage. People can can go and access. They it. can. And at the on, honestly, at the end of the day, and here's the reality: I know that y'all are going to do this because here you go, you fit into stereotypes. But ebenefits.va.gov, you can read the freaking handbook on VA loans if you're so inclined. It'll put you to sleep. There are a lot of pages. You're going to have questions. But the point is, you have access to the information. You have access to a community. It's, that understands all of the information and is willing to give you honest opinions without solicitation. And you have a person who's skylining themselves and saying, hey, this is going to be true. So if you, if you disagree, test me. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, a good, uh, that's a good way to essentially piggyback off of what my next question is. And this has to do with mistakes. This has to do with screw-ups. Talk about a time where, where you felt um, like you, I mean, quite frankly, you just kind of, you, you got your, your, your nose busted or your, your lip bloodied a little bit. 
doing what you're doing now and you and the consumer themselves uh, were put in a kind of a, a bind or the consumer put themselves in a bind, but you helped to facilitate. The oh, deal. I'll do it. I've, I've, I put this, there's a Facebook live. I'm trying to scroll back through my timelines, brutal, but I, I talk about a friend of mine named Dan and he's a vet and his business is one where the income itself, it's a legal business. There's no problem with it, but it, it how it interacts in certain ways and how he claims income in certain ways. It's all difficult considering his total set of variables. This was like a, a quadruple black diamond on a snowboard, like, not an easy loan, right? And team, everybody's telling me, Christopher, don't ride the lift up there. Not yet. Like, let's stage and, and wait. And I'm like, I see, I, see, I see a line. Guys, look, 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 look. Look up there. Look over here and then come down. And then there's a line. I can see a line. And they're like, yeah, but there's 85 cliffs in there and trees. And they're right. It was incredibly difficult. I chose to set an expectation that I was going to move. And that honestly always sets an expectation for the consumer. And for this guy, man, it was a ride. And we made it about three quarters of the way down that hill before I caught one of those cliffs and trees in a combo and started rolling down it basically to continue the metaphor. I mean, ultimately I, we wiped out. Uh, we wiped out with a product set. It wasn't able to be done at that time the solution set that was that we knew would have been the right answer ultimately uh, was what happened afterwards. Um, I have a great friendship with this guy because of my desire to pursue that hard line and failure to achieve it. Okay. Even though it was a, a relative possibility, it wasn't, it wasn't certain because I can't control everything, but he ended up doing that loan with someone else and he got screwed on the rate with his VA loan. And now we're literally counting for his 210 days so that I can fix it. And he'll trust me too. And we have that friendship and everything else, but it's incredibly difficult. Here's what I'll tell all of you. It's incredible, incredibly difficult to be willing to do that for someone, be responsible for it, own up to it, and then continue to pursue a relationship and try to help afterwards. But this guy will be benefited from that. And I'm going to make up for that face plant because the snow's changed a little bit. They put a half pipe in and I can do a triple bag flip. Especially like how the way that he set up. Well, I like it. So you just touched on something that I think that we don't want to shy away from. And that is the cover the nuts syndrome, right? So you, you go into a scenario whenever you put yourself out there, you take a risk, right? You want to be able to provide a solution for somebody. That's called don't be beta. You put yourself out there where you're, you will go out and get some wins, knowing full and well that you may not necessarily be able to, to, to deliver. Done is better than perfect in a lot of instances. However, in the instance that done, uh, excuse me, done, done perfectly in, in, uh, in loan origination, there is an opportunity where uh, your ego is about ready to get smashed. You're, perfect is I mean, relative. You know what I mean? You have it's, to be willing to be the, the, the tire in between the two chains if you're pulling someone out of the mud, right? The tire is the most important part if you like your beer window. You know what I mean? You have to be I know exactly what you mean. I got I this. I want to read this to you. It's, it's this post I have today. I don't know if you can see it. It's about this veteran that emailed me real quick. But if you're willing to do those things, here's what you can actually cause. And this is why everyone that has the opportunity to be a benefit or a lighthouse to somebody ought to. And it says, hey, bud, so I joined your Facebook group a good time back and have been paying close attention to all of your live casts. I'm not sure if you can help my family, but you seem to be the only one willing to try. I'm a disabled veteran of the Iraq war. I had some injuries, but the worst has been PTSD. It's caused my downfall. 
lost some really several really good jobs due to it and now my credit is in horrible position and we are facing foreclosure home loan however was not through the va our realtor talked us out of going for a va loan he said it would have taken up to eight months to get it approved at the time and we were in a bond needing a home now we have kicked ourselves in the butt every time since day or every single day since the house is loaded with issues not a sound home at all we were railroaded and i'm still pissed about it even after six years we need help, brother. So if you're willing and you think you can help us, then please respond to this message. If you really don't see any way to help, no hard feelings. I got us into this in the first place. Thanks, brother. So what you have here is you have this veteran in a crappy situation. And what we're going to do is we're going to reach out to the VA because the VA will work very hard to keep a veteran in a home after they've achieved it. It's easier for them to do if the VA loan's already in place. But even in this situation, we're still going to play for that Hail Mary because, listen, I see a line down that hill. I'm like, uh, give me the board. Give me the board, right? Yeah. But this guy from Facebook has seen the way I'm willing to skyline myself, the way that I've told the story I just mentioned and that guy interacting or whatever else, and he's decided that he can trust me. And the thing that I want to tell everybody is if you can't create trust through Facebook, um, then don't market there. Because that's what that place is about. It's about being visible enough for people to know what, what they're getting ahead of time. And this guy already knows, like, like I'm ready for the dirt. Like, I was on the enlisted side. Like, what do you, you want to do? <laughs> you know, yeah, like, exactly. I'll, I'll get down. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and on top of that, you, you understand that uh, to be able to, to clearly delineate between those that, that market just by standing on, uh, the sidewalk and screaming as loud as possible just to get attention is different than those who are standing on that same sidewalk shouting something that's relevant and understanding that there is a there is a voice um, or there is somebody listening enough to that voice that can actually use that information as opposed it's it, they're two completely different set of circumstances however the masses the quite a lot of folks out there they just like to stand on the on the sidewalk and, and hear themselves talk unfortunately just is what it is you know what i'm saying it's true so with that being said, we're getting right up to the tail end of this time. So how can people find you? you you've alluded to a couple of times. I mean, people can go to Google, right? They can go to Facebook and they can t uh, and go to uh, Chris Griffith. But how do people direct, directly get in touch with you? If they're, you know, I mean, obviously in the, in the financial uh, position where they, they want to purchase a home or they want to refinance or they just want some information, how can people connect with you? And, and why would somebody want to get in touch with you? Sure. I would say that the easiest way to reach me is social media. I'm on Facebook constantly. You can find me, shoot me a message on there. If that doesn't work for you, 903-815-7537 is the only cell phone number I've ever had. It's the cell phone number my grandmother calls me on from the nursing home. I've had it since I was 15. You can reach me there. You can also email me at Christopher, C-H-R-I-S-T-O-P-H-E-R, at debt does deals.com and i'll respond if it takes me just a little bit be uh patient because i get myself into a, a few predicaments that my that, that require my full attention but i promise you i'll respond and if i can't right away i'll task one of my team members that are here to support our operations to assist you and i promise you you will not be forgotten you will not be left you will not be just pushed off to the side because your circumstances didn't dictate that some company was going to be able to profit from you right off the bat yeah. So what we call that is we call that uh, we call that just being willing to put yourself out there. So he just provided you a telephone number, those that are listening. And he also talked about and we alluded to the fact that um, it's it's mortgage specific or or 
uh, situationally specific. And let me tell you, I was shocked whenever I got my first message from somebody who was uh, on, they were at the end of their rope and they wanted to, they, they didn't want to do life anymore, but they were listening to one of these shows and they said, and they thought, okay, right. Here's some folks that are talking about mistakes, screw ups and the ramifications of that grenade going off. Um, I, it, it's okay. Everything's going to be all right. So call me for eventually. those reasons as well. Like, you know, Seth Knox, Chris Blanco, right? Freedom hard. I was headed to uh, the, the, the alcohol competition they were having in Austin. And those guys called me up because I told them I was near a town that they had a vet calling in in a rough spot in a hotel. It ended up, he ended up having to go to the hospital. It was a very rough situation. Point being is you see something, say something. Every, every shooter's a range safety officer. Guys, we have to take care of ourselves because veterans have always taken care of each other best. And that's what we all need to do. We need to develop a stronger tribe, a stronger community. And we need to be willing each to go a little bit further than what we're required to, to benefit our peers, to benefit the man and the woman to our left and right, because that's what differentiates us. That's what I always have. And that's where each of us, I know personally, even if you're one of the freaking blue falcons out there even you have this same code you it's the man and woman to your left and right that makes you worth a dang and that's what we need to pick back up i love it i love it that's, that's a lot of truth there and those of you who are who are listening feel that uh, that little uh tingling inside your tummy uh that's called truth and truth recognizes truth and when you hear somebody say something that's uncomfortable to listen to quite frankly you have a responsibility when you recognize it to take action and when you don't geez i mean it says it right here. Don't be beta. What you've done is you've just decided to be beta uh, and you won't get some wins. You're guaranteed failure in that case, but get used to it. Most people are afraid of getting punched action. in the mouth. I've been punched in the mouth before. Let's do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't be beta. I'm with it. I'm with you. All right, then, uh, Chris, anything else that you want to tell these guys and gals before we sign off here? I will. Absolutely. I wrote this note down from our conversation and I'm going to mean this sucker. If I could go back and tell myself something in any point in time, at every single point in time, I could go back and talk to myself, I would say these two sentences. You're not ready. Move forward anyway. I love it. Biting off more than you can chew only makes your appetite that much better. You may throw up a little bit. That's okay. If you're a dog, you, you may go after it, but just leave it alone. It's okay. Just keep moving forward. We call that just get some wins. Go out and get some wins. Don't be beta. You heard Chris Griffin on Knucklehead Podcast. We come out with episodes every Tuesday. At least that's the op tempo. Sometimes we end up getting caught in, you know, with life and, and not every Tuesday we end up coming out with, uh, with episodes. But Chris is going to be, uh, Chris is going to be available. He told you how to get in touch with him. Uh, you know how to get in touch with Knucklehead. We're on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, you name it. And we are all over the place. And yes, we got life going on behind us. So those of you who are listening to the podcast, listen to uh, to life happening behind me. I'll tell you what, uh, go out there and get yours today. Give yourself a reason to go out there and strike yourself. Just like Chris said, whenever you run into the difficult times, uh, just keep your head down and keep focused and access other folks who can help augment your perspective. Sometimes you're just in need of a different perspective and that'll help you move forward. So Chris, I appreciate you, buddy. Thanks for listening. If you need something, hold me accountable to the statements that you've heard. I promise I won't shy away from them. Blessings y'all. See you guys. Take care.